Oh, thank you. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. So, real quick before we start, by the way, folks, today's topics um, are going to be something about the nuclear family or the changing of the nuclear family, right? And then also, um, is love a prison? So we're going to figure that out because I have no clue where this is going to go and I'm excited. I'm just as in the dark as everyone else and that's how I like it. Okay. Honestly, same. <laughs> Lavender, so how does it feel to, one, be the season finale of season three and then two, already be an all-star how does that feel it feels it makes me feel so light like like i'm floating you know just to be a closer that's one thing but then to be brought back all-star you're not just brought back so honored all-star back by popular demand (laughs) so people like me that's crazy (laughs) We love we love a good lavender. We love lavender. Oh, I appreciate everyone so much, and especially you, a great host. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yes, I'm glad to be able to see season four, and for one to there be even an all star season, but also to see season four because I almost quit. Oh, <laughs> we can't do that though. We can't do that exactly. We can't do that. I was planning to quit. After season two, I was planning to quit mm-hmm. during season three. Here we are. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, season five is gonna happen because, yeah. like, before I started season four, like, I was like, I'm just I'm gonna quit, I'm gonna quit, and then I'm just like, no, here we are. So um, here we are, and we love that. What was making you think you should quit? Was it just like the amount of work? It- it was kind of like um, I would say a comparison comparing to like other like podcasters um, who I don't even know probably will never meet for example like Logan Paul um, Joe Rogan you know I I started myself I started I and then um I got like down on myself just in general um so yeah it was just all that mixed together um and then honestly I don't know how to fully answer that because I feel like there were other mitigating factors but I just uh, yeah not able to verbalize it but um glad to still be here you know um, yes I'm so glad you decided to push through yeah I definitely am the type of person where um when it comes to certain things not all things but when it comes to certain things like i have these expectations that are Mm -hmm. that are very they're not measurable for the time frame that i have like i'm the type of person where i'm just wanting something yeah like this is supposed to be like logan paul status you know, level, and I'm just like, you haven't even been doing this for a year and a half, you know? So it's like, (laughs) I can kind of like go black and white with it and not like, you know, recognize the gray areas. Fair. That makes sense. I mean, and then you see people like certain podcasts, how they do just take off, like overnight, it seems like. So it's like, well, why can't that happen to me? Why isn't that happening to me? All this stuff. Right. But I'm very glad that you decided to keep pushing because yeah. we're, we're headed there. We're headed there. We're headed there. And I'm glad like my higher power helped remind me and myself reminded me that like, why did we start the podcast to begin with? Mm. You know what I mean? And so I'm just like, yeah. Boom. Never want to forget that, that this podcast is strictly for um, healing folks and just 
bringing understanding and awareness to us all. You know, it's yeah. sort of like. That's the main reason. That's why the podcast was started um, to heal folks, to save someone's life. That, yeah, to let people know that they're not alone. Create a sense of community. Yes. Bingo. Bingo, boom. Yeah. Bingo. We love that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thanks for asking. I don't know. It, it makes me feel more accountable, and it just makes me feel more motivated now that I'm able mm-hmm. to like, just say that out loud. Because it's one thing to tell yourself, and it's one thing to, like, say it out loud, let alone say it out yeah. to someone else, you know? Right, right. Have that feedback. about the nuclear family first would like lead into it with that so I wanted to talk about the nuclear family because you know I'm 25 I'll be 26 next year and thinking back next year what uh in June oh June June. I'm a Gemini, so people might not like lavender no more <laughs> after that. <laughs> but uh, this is—I started thinking a lot more about where I am versus where I thought I would be when I was a kid. And you know, you know, we're not there. And it, we're not there. You know, I was supposed to be married. I was supposed to have kids already. I was supposed to have my own house somewhere. Like, living this whole adult life, right? But the reality is, I'm just kind of starting in my career. I just found something. I'm living at home with my parents. And I do have a serious partner. But we're not engaged. We're not married. Right, right. Y'all are so y'all are so adorable. I feel like I feel like his personality is amazing. It is. Yeah. I, I love I love when I get to bring him around, like my friends, because he's one of those guys where he's like, I'll just let my girl do do what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. I'll be here in the background for support. I'll put my two cents in. But he doesn't like try to take the show. Right. You know? Right. He's just gonna let her do her. I'm gonna stand back and watch her. Yes. And I'm just like, yeah, do that. Horrible. Y'all are so horrible. Oh my god. Sorry, I didn't need to get us off subject. I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. It is all good. He's very sweet. I love him very much. So, anyways. But, like, okay, yeah, and thinking about what our future could be like what our household could look like it's going to be nuclear and the fact that there's there'll probably be a mom a dad and a kid at some point but the roles are going to be so much different than what we were taught when we were kids what we had to do in those type of relationships and that's where i want to get into like the changing of the nuclear family because as we now know gay people have been around forever this isn't just a new thing right and now they have a few more rights like they can be married and have all this stuff so now it's not gonna the nuclear family doesn't just look like a man a woman and a child right be a man a man and a child woman a woman and a child or no children right just them kids It's all changing, and I think as the nuclear family change, 
who the players are, the roles have to change as well. Yes. So getting away with those gender norms and all that stuff. And I think that's what we really need. Yeah. Because they're not really helping. Right. At least they're not helping women. It's limiting. It's very limiting, you know, and two comments that I want to make on that real quick before I forget is I love how you did, like, you know, the nuclear family, you know, um, how we were taught mom and dad, and now it's like dad, dad, kid, you know? And my thing is, I'm, yeah, because at the end of the day, what is important is loving parent, loving parent, children, or yes. partner, loving partner. No kids, whatever it yes. is, you know what I mean? Just like yes. loving and loving. And then mm-hmm. the second thing is a lot of people don't know the difference between, you know, sex and gender. You know, gender and folks, folks who don't know, you know, I completely recommend, I encourage, you know, um, doing some digging and, you know, not just listening to like media because they want people to not know things they want to cause division they want us to you know act from our ignorances because they know we don't know everything they know that we can't learn things but they're hoping they're just counting on us not learning certain things um agreed right because you know you know um confusion equals cash you know they want us to be confused on certain topics so something that i um you know, had to do some digging into is, you know, there's a difference between sex and gender. You know, sex is that, like, what you're born with, and a lot of people don't talk about how, like, someone can be born both sexes. It's very rare, but it's, like, it is a thing. And then... Yes! Gender is a man-made construct. Literally. Like... Mm-hmm. so Just like race. Yeah, exactly. So when, when it, you know, people say there's only two genders, technically... No, because mm-hmm. we just created what certain things should look like. And yeah. To also like throw a wrench in the plans um for like debate is you know, part of quote unquote gender norm is only females paint their nails. But back then males were the ones that painted their nails. Females didn't paint their nails. It was yes. fun, yeah. Um, people say, oh, they're tired of seeing, you know, men in wigs and, you know, um... Men in dresses. Right. Or, you know, also, like, for example, like, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and Medea, you know, um, people have said, well, they're funny, but I don't want to see... I don't think men should be acting as women. I was like, uh, y'all don't know that back then it was actually frowned upon for women to act in place. So men had to. Yeah, and I was like, it was like that for centuries. So it's like centuries. Right. So it's like society. Oh, what is really the definition? Because it's just like it seems like we're gonna forever keep changing the definition. You know, and I'm just like right. So, right. So I'm like, yeah, there can be more than two genders. Just because you recognize two and you were taught to doesn't mean that that's what it is. You know? That's right, like, that's fact. Right, right. And, and I know that's controversial. I know some people might disagree, but I'm like, that's literally the thing. Gender is a man-made construct. Literally, you go to other um, cultures, you're going to see men with their nails painted. You're going to see men yeah. with makeup on. You know, so it's just like... And, and their makeup kind of looks different. Like some people, they just like kind of paint their face. To that's uh, considered makeup, you know. Um, for them, they call it culture and art. Yeah. But if they come to a different society, if they come to you know America, it's going to be seen as makeup. And then we're going to say, oh, men shouldn't have it. I'm just like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Gender is a man-made construct. Yes. That never then- existed until men, not necessarily men. But, well, yeah, but until people started to say, okay, this is what this is, this is what that is. I'm like, it never existed. We created that and we continue to create and change that. Okay. And just follow. Change that narrative. Yes. Yeah. It, it almost, most likely definitely started with a um, color person. Um, and... Also, the thing is, like, there's no 
like binary in nature like everything is a spectrum like even with animals yes there are male and female animals but like some animals the male hold the babies and give birth or some animals like they can go they can switch sexes depending on what their community needs if they need to be more women horses seahorses um carry the babies and clownfish switch uh switch uh sexes i'm so glad that you knew the animals i was talking about so i'm like there's some animal out there i saw it at some point (laughs) (laughs) i love that thank you coming for for coming with the facts so it's just like nothing is one or the other as we we should all know this now it's it's so cliche but it's no it's not just black and white there's always a gray and the sooner that we can recognize the gray because they're there like i feel like the more peaceful everybody can be with themselves like men internally and women internally to be okay that's the thing and I'm sure you've heard and have kind of like recognized and I didn't know it at the time like just growing up but like having words to it now I'm like oh yeah a lot of men don't like women you know I think I know where you're going with this I think I heard you going to continue I think I know where you're going oh yeah just drop the ball drop the ball drop it a lot of men just they just don't like women they don't find it interesting they don't care about us as people necessarily they just they like to have something to show off to other men because they want men's validation. That's what a lot of men really want is other men's validation. And how do you get that validation? You get a wife, you get a good job, you have a couple of kids, badass kids running around. Yep. And then you go out of the house and you're like, yeah, I got I got the old ball and chain at home. Yeah, or I got these like, yeah, kids blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're a real man for that. Yeah, but at you're home, girls, you're a real man. You're a real... Okay. Good. Yeah, you're a man. <laughs> this is why you're an awesome. That, it's, <laughs> it's just so ridiculous to think about. Like, the amount of people that a man has, or amount of sex that a man has, ties into his worth and can make him more valuable. Mm-hmm. But then the the same amount of people for a woman is like lesser of a value exactly what is up with that like you don't ever hear people call well it's like i mean you hear now more but it's like for the longest it seemed like women took the like like the shame was placed on the women not the man you know yeah saying oh yeah he's a hoe no just because um, he cheated on his wife with her. She's the one. I was like, no, no, no. The yeah, man yeah. decided to cheat. He could have said no. You know what I mean? I'm just like, wait, mm-hmm. wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, people fist bump him for sleeping around with many girls, but if a girl sleeps around with many guys, oh, she's a hoe. Oh, she's a hoe. She's used goods. No one's going to take her seriously. So, why are we taking men seriously? Right. How about that? <laughs> yes. Yes. To all the men listening, literally stick with this. We're not attacking you. Stick oh. We're, we're attacking the, the lies that have been taught to us. That's what we're attacking. Yes. And it's not necessarily, it's not y'all's fault. This didn't start to you. This didn't start with you. This started to you, mm-hmm. folks. So mm-hmm. that's what we're saying here we're just enlightening things but we're also laughing with it because it's even <laughs> her friendship we laugh almost everything is a joke almost everything <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and like speaking of like the lies that we've been taught like something that i um i could add it towards you know when we're talking about like you know gender just being a man construct and just because we were taught something so this is that. Just because we don't believe something doesn't mean it's not true. That part. Right? That part, yes. Yeah, I was like, yes. I can believe that, like, you know, just, like, I can believe that, you know, discrimination against gay people 
doesn't happen that doesn't make it any less true than it is because it does happen whether i choose to believe it or not you know what i mean or choose to yeah yeah and, and in that way it's like it's an opinion like it's your opinion that discrimination doesn't happen against gay people but there's a distinction between an opinion and a fact right the fact is that it does happen your opinion is that it doesn't and maybe it's because you don't see it or you try not to see it you try not to give that attention but the fact is still over here it's happening and it does happen it's happened for too long too long a lot of violent ones who are hiding it they just you know have their fun in the dark how you want to express your gender right. like that's, having that's society choose for us i'm like yeah what? or sign it at birth you know right. like with the pink and blue and boys and a girl trucks right. and flowers it's like who knows if the baby girl is gonna like pink and flowers i never liked pink right ever right ever and that may be because it was always okay i do i do give me give me a cuter color a softer color yeah and pink mm-hmm. Ugh. Yes. maybe it's because and maybe i i don't like it so much because it's, it's always been thrown on me mm-hmm. that's why i love you know? pink because it goes against like the blue that was thrown at me thrown on you yes yes and all that like assigning stuff and coming back to nuclear family, it's it's dwindling away it's dwindling. because we don't have we don't have a pink mom and a blue dad. We may have a blue mom and a blue dad. Okay, she's she's just a little bit more masculine in her energy. She's a little bit less feminine, but that still works. Or you may have a purple dad, you know, who's masculine and feminine. He has them both. Yes. You know, bring that balance. Yes. So we just. We really could just do away with the two sexes. Yes. Well, actually, there's three. Because right. as you said, exactly. you can be both. You yeah, can be both. It's a reality. They don't like the people. Society does not like to talk about that. Those people, um, they're very just overlooked, you know? And I'm like, folks, the fact literally is that, you know, there are people that are born both sexes. What about them? Yeah, like, what what do they do? Yeah. Are, are they male or female? Someone has to decide which bathroom do they go to. Someone has right. to decide, but not, but not really. Like, they can choose. Right. They can, they can, de- they can decide, oh, I identify or feel like more of a girl, traditional girl, whatever the fuck, or I feel like a boy. I feel like even if you don't have both sets of genitalia, there's that kind of battle at some point in a kid's life where it's like, well, my mom dresses me like a boy, but I kind of identify a little bit more with my girlfriends. I have more girlfriends. I I like the dolls that my little sister has, or I like the dresses that my mom wears. So it's like, why at that point is it fair to that child if we're supposed to be a loving parent to say no you're not gonna wear my dresses no you're not gonna play with your sister's toys we're just like they're kids and it's not like men don't like like boys it's not like they don't like 
dolls necessarily. It's more so, because I'm talking, I'm talking about like me. I'm just like, it's more so it's like, you know, they hide it and just stay away from it because that's what they were taught. Even though deep down it's cool because it's like, it's not yeah. like when you're in your mother's belly or whatever, it's not like your DNA is saying, okay, you can't like dolls. No, it's like you come yeah. to society and society says, I'm already gonna put limitations on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let you not do X, Y, and Z. I'm not gonna let you have emotions or learn empathy mm. or learn how to keep a house clean or clean up after yourself. Right. Why is it that in a nuclear family setting, like a traditional setting, that men don't know how to clean? Right, right, right. Like, like at some point, didn't you live by yourself? Do you have your mom come to your to your house to your apartment to clean it? Yeah. Every time you need to be clean? No. At some point, you'd clean it, right? Right. As a skill. Right. But to be healthy. Right. So why why does that knowledge just drop off whenever you get a wife? It doesn't make sense. It's not clicking. Right. And I, I think a lot more women now are getting totally fed up with it. They're divorcing their asses. Or they're like, look, you're going to have to... Yeah. You're going to step up. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to step it up. Yeah. Point blank period. Right. Yeah. There's so many TikToks that are like, the husbands don't do anything in the house. And a woman is like tired of like asking them, complaining, just like, why can't you just do a little bit? And then whenever they do it, it's like, hey, what do you want me to do? That's not helping. Right. Asking, what do you want me to do when you can see right. 10 things that need to be done? Right, right. Just do it. Yeah. I you know? Like, I remember hearing, I'm not even going to get into another story because it, it, it wasn't my barber. It was uh, this barber shop that I went to a couple times, and I definitely stopped going. This is like a couple years ago, um, and uh, one of the barbers, toxic masculinity, just reeking off of him, just reeking off of him. Just you could tell he's been limited, he's been suppressing things. You could just tell um, he's he's trying his best to continue to fit in the box. He was saying how like, oh, yeah. a woman should conform to a man. Like she needs to, um, she needs to, um, you know, cook for me and stuff. And I'm in my head like, okay, um, you don't have two hands to cook. And I'm just like, what if you could be a great cook? You better cook. Yeah. Yeah, like experience and, and, and her own person and at the end of the day she doesn't have to be with you she can choose to say no any moment so it's like mm-hmm. sir be humble be humble before you get humble exactly yeah mm-hmm. yeah we don't like that goodness it does not feel good when you're on pride mountain and you get hit with humbleness oh mm-hmm. that fall is hard it falls hard. it is hard I just gets higher and higher and higher. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. eventually? I mean, I don't want you to fuck around and find out, you know what I mean? <laughs> you can continue on this trajectory. I mean, I mean, maybe a lot of people, maybe a good amount of people do, politicians. You know, they are yeah. thinking about that trajectory of pride and just safety, you know? Um, yeah. But, any day, you know, a scandal could come out, even though there's tons of scandals um, that are hidden. But I was like, a scandal could come out and take it all away. Because you know, they know they got them scandals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah they know so they many know. secrets. Exactly. Ooh, sign an NDA. And I'm just like, for because there's something that they don't want something to do. Like, yeah. Like, and that, that goes back to like keeping the public ignorant. Like, these secrets, like, I bet if we knew, would make us feel and think differently about the government and our officials and politicians. 
And that's not what they want. Because when they, because if we know how they're abusing their power and we take it away, that means no more money for them. And they're not going to let that happen. Exactly. That's the thing. A lot of you know, politicians, and I'm not singling anyone out, I'm saying politicians, all of them. You know, all, all of them. nobody's safe right now in this comment, in this discussion. <laughs> nobody's safe. Um, you know, a lot of them, they don't really care about us. They're just playing um, our biases, you know, so that they can continue to get money, you know? And I'm just like, I wonder if I actually, like, you know, hung out with, you know, these um, politicians, you know, that I, you know, praise, would I even actually like their genuine personality? Like, would I even like them as a friend? Would I even like them as a person? You know what I mean? Like, what, like, screw what we see on TV. Like, if we genuinely got to know these people as just people, would I even like them? Like, if they weren't in this political seat, you know, if they were just like a professor at school, would I even like them? Would that be that type of professor where I'm like, don't take them. He doesn't listen to the students. He's rude. You know, like, yeah. you know, and they don't like us. They don't hang around us middle class and lower class folk in their everyday life. They want to give us the time of the day. You know, Mm-mm. you know, but they're on, on that pedestal, on that, that pride stool. mountain. They don't like middle class, lower class people. They only think it, you know, and I'm not saying this is every single person. Let me just say that. I can't, it's wrong for me to generalize. Um, but when I said nobody's safe in this discussion, I meant, just clarify for the folks, <laughs> I meant that I'm not saying, oh, this Republican or this Democrat. I'm just like, no, I think both sides have, you know, folks that don't really care about people. They just care about money. So they're tailoring yeah. to folks' biases. They're tailoring to their party's biases. And so they're limiting themselves, you know, um, so that they can keep others happy. Yeah, and keep themselves happy. Yeah. With that, that bank loan. I was going to say bank check. Bank loan. Right. Exactly. So I'm just like, they're just playing each other. They're literally playing each mm-hmm. other. They're like, honestly. And they're playing us, too. Yeah. And they're playing us. Oh, yeah. We're all just like, you know what? Like, here's, you take my piece, and the transaction is you be president. Or, or between the politicians and the people, you know, on the flip side, you know, they're like, okay, um, I'll give you some of my freedom. Um, so that I can have your money. And by some of your uh, their freedom, I mean like, let's say if a politician, I'm not gonna say one's name, I don't get, I don't know what they're gonna do. But um, he actually was for masks um, at first, at first when the pandemic started, but his party and the people who vote for the party were not for masks. So he had to, you know, continue to the party. He's all like, in public, I won't wear, I won't wear a mask. I'm gonna risk my safety and my um, freedom, my true self, my freedom of choice. It, it's he's like, and it's it, it's what it's saying is like it's like that transaction. Okay, the risk reward ratio. Yeah. Money. I can get tons of money by just you know risking my freedom and my safety for just a public appearance for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Everybody's playing each other. Everybody's playing everybody. Nobody's safe. Everybody. Everybody's playing. If you know, and I love how you keep saying limits and limitations, because I think that may be like the roots to the nuclear family. Yeah. Is that people are trying to limit other people and probably, most likely, specifically women. Like, like a woman is only good for having kids and keeping up with the house mm-hmm. cooking right. taking care of the man in her life right. that's very limiting for a woman and also for a man for him to his only value in a family 
is to bring home money and maybe have a gun to protect them you know that kind of thing and it's so limiting now people they have their hands and, and feet and toes in every little pool right. like like my partner he's the cook yes i can i can cook yes oh but he does it so well and he likes it and he enjoys it so like why am i gonna fight over that right you know like oh it's the woman's job let me cook for you right you got it you got it sir exactly you got it you know back then he wouldn't be able to discover that he likes cooking. He wouldn't be able to discover that yeah. he actually throw down in the kitchen. And something that you mentioned on limits made me think of something. You know, and this definitely involves the nuclear family as well. Um, I love that you keep, you know, bringing it back because you know I can get off topic. You know I go all over the place. So thank I'm you just for finding the little points. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Little ties to bring it back. Bring it back, yeah. Um, you know, limits. A lot of what limits are good for is control. Mm. You know, limits yes. for a lot of things is a great control method. And what limits do psychologically over time is um, it's a suppression tool. Yeah. It, it doesn't, you know, encourage us. To grow. Um, exactly to grow to thrive and I think the higher ups I think they want it like that yes. they want all the power limitation mm-hmm. control and power they are besties yes wow that's an awesome connection that is an awesome connection it's, it's unfortunately true it's just unfortunately true so they're just like you know back then you know um this is all a woman could do, have kids, cook, you know, clean the house, raise the kids, you know, and that psychologically um, implies, you know, um, and teaches people without outright just saying in your face, it can teach them, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, no woman should be in power. Yeah. You know, no woman should be, you know, um, CEO. No woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what that's been teaching. And I'm so glad that, you know, our generation especially, you know, we're able to... And though there are some things our generation... I I don't know. Sometimes I don't like our generation. But I can say that our generation, Gen Zs, you know, I do applaud, you know, our ability to break limits, you know, and break stereotypes. Agreed. Because yeah. breaking limits is doing... It is also breaking control. It's breaking suppression. It's breaking power that has been taught to us by a higher government. Yes. This is global government, by the way, folks. These limits. Honestly. People controlled. It's to keep them, you know, monitored, to keep them divided, separated, you know, divide and conquer, control and conquer, you know, and all doing our thing here folks go see they're scared of us <laughs> they really are scared they really are and that that just uh oh no my hair is so that made me kind of think about how you said like yeah this is a global thing like this isn't just america necessarily but like what what's one thing that also has like a global reach other than our democracy religion we, you, that we you uh, that's a whole yes that's a whole other wow episode speak queen i'm here for it because they love to use religion as a form of control as well because they i don't i don't know how long it's been that they've been taking like at least, for example, the Bible as literal, right. instead of just like maybe stories and that symbol- we can learn from. Symbolism, exactly. And symbolism, 
you know, they're taken as facts. Which is mostly, the Bible is mostly dreams and journal entries. Literally. Wow. Now, I I know some information on the Bible that would piss a lot of people off who, you know, prize the Bible and stuff like that. It's just that, you know, things have been changed, revised, quote-unquote, many times <laughs> in the Bible, and it was for political, you know, gain, control, and power. You know, the Bible that we see today is not the Bible that, you know, was first. In fact, we actually have the first Bible. It's so much love in there, but really, guess what, um, guess what was the first change to the Bible? Well, a lot of people are going to be mad. Now, this is the thing, folks. This is going to feel uncomfortable, and it's going to make you want to project because what you already knew is now being challenged. You know, notice, folks, that this didn't start with you. This started to you. So what I'm about to say next, I encourage you to do your own research, folks. You know, um, if you have a connection with, you know, Jesus or your higher power, um, I think it's not a bad thing that you just, you know, try to get to know him more, you know, and you can do that through this because there are certain things that, you know, um, the higher power gave us. By the way, God is the biggest they, them ever because God himself is not an entity. He's only called father because that is symbolic. Fun fact. Mm -hmm. Um, Fun fact, a lot of people don't know that. You love that. Yeah, God doesn't have a gender or sex. You know, Jesus, that's different. But... God himself or itself, you know, it, it's literally, he, he's the biggest, the entity that he's ever. But anyways, folks, you know, so what started the change of the Bible is, oh, yeah. Let us know. exactly, um, was the Council of Nicaea in the year 325 AD, so the fourth century, mind you, bunch of corrupt politicians, all males. Not everyone was corrupt, but um, guess who got the order together and guess who led the Council of Nicaea? It was Constantine, or was it? I think it was Constantine. Whoever it was, he didn't even believe in the Christian God. He believed in the sun God. Um, um, He was a Roman. He believed in a sun God. That has nothing to do with Christianity. And um, he gathered the Council of Nicaea together because he wanted to implement uh, some of the, um, you know, uh, aspects and qualities of his son God into the Bible. So fun fact, the Old Testament was never a part of the Bible to begin with. It just wasn't. Even Apostle Paul was saying, do not put this in the Bible. This is not supposed to be. So that's the thing. Like, and and I got words, but <laughs> and then we got King James. We got the Second Council of Nicaea. We got Martin Luther. Martin Luther. We got all these revisions, all these corrupt political revisions. And I'm just like, folks. I just. This is what this gets me. There has been limitations. And now that folks know this information, they're going to challenge it. They're going to be like, no, this is what the Bible says. No, no, no. Go and look what the Bible originally says. Because you're just reading a translation. You know, I'm like, um, one of the biggest changes in the Bible was 1936. Was when they added the word homosexuality that didn't even mean same sex anyways. Homosexuality meant the study of human sex because we are... Homo sapiens. Homo sapiens. Yeah. It's basically sex education. It's the first word of sex. And, and the word's not even English. The word is German. Whoa. People are annoying. And when the Bible said, first of all, the Old Testament wasn't even supposed to be in the Bible. But when it said, man shall not lie with man. No, 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 no. That's not what that originally said. It said, man shall not lie with little boys. Why? Because it was normal back then for rich people to sleep with children. And it was a a religious um, practice, not of a Christian religion, but a religious practice for um, 
men to sleep with little boys as well. So it was like, you know, um, it was, it was, it's just, and, and it crazy. And I'm just like, it's, that's the context of it, you know, um, and also the context was also under the realm of thou shalt not worship another god, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was just, that's what that is. So it's just like, there was never this whole, you know, sexual orientation labels back then. That never existed. Like, for example. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. I, oh my God. Or Eve and Eva. I'm like, shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. You know, and so mind blown, right? Like, mind blown. Yes. Shit has been changed and it puts limits and it creates division. And division is control, divide and conquer, control and conquer, limit so that you can lead. That's what that is. Religion, it's, 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 there's definitely some government control. That's why I, I, I want people to grow spiritually outside of the realm of yeah. religion. That's not saying, oh, people worship a different God than your faith. No, no, it's saying, you know, get to know your higher power for yourself. Yeah, don't let anyone else tell you what you should feel or what you should know or what you should think about these certain things because you're a part of this and community. And because we don't believe something doesn't mean doesn't it is not true. So Topic one, done. Like, <laughs> it seems like we just preached uh, a sermon of honesty. I feel like we just solved half of the world's problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you did. You brought it up. And I just... I just yeah. You hammered it home. Oh my gosh. We just solved half of the world's problems. And this is going to be... It's understandably, someone listening to this is going to be uncomfortable. It's understandable they're going to get mad at this. Because, you know, of course, something that you've been taught your whole life as right. When it's challenged, it can be hard to unlearn things. You know, it can be hard to see because it's just like I was taught, you know, like for example, like people can be taught, oh, to hate Muslims. Like I was taught to hate Muslims. Yeah. And when Muslims Unfortunately. Yeah, right? And when people who are Muslim or of the Islamic faith as well, you know, they were always so nice to me. Christians weren't nice to me but Mm. those of the islamic faith and muslims they were so nice to me and so i encountered that challenge you know because i'm just like this is what i believe but this is what i'm seeing experiencing and experiencing exactly so i'm just like um i don't need to hate these people you know it's not okay you know what i mean it's just like they're human beings and they love me and i love them and you know nothing should separate us. You know what I mean? Just like at the end of the day, we are all human beings. Beautiful human beings. And spiritual, full of life. Everyone has that has that ability to connect with their spirituality. Like with whatever higher power you want to call it. Because you know, we even think about it, there's probably like a hundred different religions that all boil down to the same thing. Like one entity being the most powerful, the all-seeing, right. he moves or they move in a way that we can't explain, but we can feel it. Right. You know, right. and we should normalize. I guess being open-minded or just like allowing yourself to experience what you're experiencing and internalize it. Because like, like if say you were like a different person and you were taught to dislike Muslims and you see all of them are just, they're just nice people, they're normal people like if you weren't open minded and had an open heart you would be like, okay well maybe this one is nice but all of them the rest are still bad, still don't like any of them, you know like it, it was challenged, your belief was challenged but you still for whatever reason wanted to stay with your belief it is okay for two things to be true at once or you know like it's okay for you to 
you know, maybe you realize that one thing that you did believe wasn't the full truth, or it's not what the reality is right now. You know? You just preached exactly. <laughs> and I think a lot of it also is like people fear being open-minded because it's been yeah. such a comfort zone, the beliefs that they were taught, and they it's that fear if those beliefs are taken away, they have no more foundation and that they're gonna fall mm-hmm. into the hole. Mm-hmm. But and they wanna know who they are. Just like just like maybe you're supposed to continue to learn who you are, continue to grow who you are. Because the you now, yeah. like, you in two years from now, continue to learn, grow, and evolve. Love yourself don't. enough to set yourself free. Yes, don't let those limitations hold you back. Right, right. Now, so what happened? There's this guy who's actually fluent, which. Um, 98% of humanity is sexually fluid. We're just talking to suppressed Um, look at, uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. This is like Indiana, or like, you know, cops. Right, when people say, because yes. my best friend had told me, well, there's more gay people in Portland t- than, than like, uh, uh, here in, uh, Indiana, because that's where I was, um, going to grad school at, um, yeah, last year. And I was like... I was like, well, no, that's because Portland has an environment where, you know, being yourself is encouraged. Yeah. There's less limits in that arena than there is, because like everywhere has its limits, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's like limits can look different. So it's just like, yeah, yeah, the limits of you got to suppress this, you can't be this way. That's not how it is in Portland. It's like, be yourself. And, you know, therefore people are more willing to be themselves. They're but, less yeah. to hide what they, you know, are having or feeling inside. Because they're mm-hmm. giving that safe space, they're giving that environment to do so. Right, but in places like Indiana, or like, you know, country, maybe on the Bible Belt, you know, those limits are strong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you must suppress, or else you will or can be hurt, either emotionally or physically. Right. Both are bad. Both are very bad and have lasting effects. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, maybe you won't get beat up, but like years of bullying. Mm-hmm. Right. Those internal scars. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. Yeah, and no jokes. Yeah, one thousand percent.